Scott Huff. How about 11 a.m.? Is that too early? 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, 10 o'clock in the morning is too early for There's me. There's been some thoughts about playing games at 9 o'clock. You've I don't. That, th- I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a little rough for the guys. Yeah. Been a part of that. Yeah. A little too early. Yeah. Noon. <laughs> now we're talking, baby. One o'clock. Yes. A lot of yes. talk about that secondary for Calvin. How about that front seven? That defensive yeah, line? it's a really good defensive line. I mean, and again, we, we've got some really good friends that coach over there, and so we know firsthand how good of coaches they are. And, mm-hmm. and then the play backs up. Um, they do a they do a really good job. We got a big big challenge ahead of us, and um, they're going to make you earn everything. They're not going to give you anything. They don't miss tackles. There's no explosive plays. You can't catch them out of gaps. I mean, you got to earn everything, and it's a it's a it's a fist fight in there. And um, you know, we'll lay it all on the line on on Saturday. Go get him, man. Yeah, this thank problem. you, right. thank you. Coach, uh, I think uh, one of the questions we wanted to ask was uh, Mateo Mele coming in. He didn't yeah. get any real snaps before before he had to walk out and, and do that didn't get any practice snaps oh uh, i think we got him a, a few on the side real oh, quick okay. yeah but that's i mean like i don't know if how much you pay attention like before the game and all mm-hmm. that our centers all go out and snap we do quarterback center but exchange. that was probably about 45 minutes since oh yeah since yeah well snapping, hey so. <laughs> let's be honest we better we better be able to at some point it's got to become like riding a bike a little mm-hmm. bit you know where you can just jump back on it but um yeah, that's the stuff that we hopefully prepare for. And, you know, great job by Mateo coming in and, um, you know, getting some reps. So hopefully that will benefit us down the road. How did he grade out for you? He did He did pretty good. I mean, there's some stuff that you would, for a first time going out there, you know, I was proud of him. He competed well. And, um, you know, he's got he, – he can he can lean on the, the guys playing next to him a little bit. But he – it was it was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, he did he did some good things. What I, is it a situation where he'd only played? This is only his second year of playing off or third year of playing offensive line. So is it maybe a situation where you know, like in golf, a golfer, the less you know, the better, the easier it is to learn. Is that something that is a situation for him? Uh, sometimes ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Like, like uh, nah, he 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 was. I mean, that's what we you know hopefully. Tr- prepare for all mm-hmm. the time spring ball fall camp is situations like that do we want them to happen no but um that's i mean that's football it's a it's a violent violent sport and you know guys get you know ding here and there call it a blessing in disguise yeah i always think so i mean hey man we got we got some guys reps i mean it was fun that was fun getting vic kern and mjla and mateo and chase scusa and i mean all those guys getting those reps i mean that's that's what it's all about i mean that's that's when you're smiling and laughing and watching you know those the first time they come off the field how much fun they just had out there and it, it that's that's fun that's good no penalties does that even make it even better no penalties oh uh, yeah There's that's no yeah, yeah 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 we, we try to play clean yep yeah, yeah definitely i i hate penalties yeah so where's nick at just as much as you can say because i know it's mainly a coach Pete. yeah he's he he's he, we're, we're determining he, no he's uh coach pete will talk but okay yeah he's um, and so the, with the young guys especially how versatile can you kind of still mix them around because mateo's a guy that normally you came in as a tackle but can play yeah we, I mean, we mix. We got to mix and match a lot of those guys, um, and so yeah, Mateo. We've repped him at tackle, center. Henry Roberts can play any position on the old line. MJ, we've left primarily on the left side. Um, you know, so most of those guys can all. You know, they have another position that, that, that they can how play. How close is Henry Roberts being Mateo's kind of backup in terms of how close was that conference? Because I know he got reps in the center during fall camp. Yeah, we, um, both those guys can play. Uh, in, and so, you know, yeah, Henry Roberts is maybe the most valuable guy on our team in terms of all the stuff that he can do. So, yeah, he's, he's money. What was it that set Mateo a little we bit ahead? We just wanted to get, we just at one point during the season, we just needed to say, okay, here's a freshman. 
right? That we can't keep like we kind of hey, we can't keep flip flopping this guy back and forth. Let's try to lock him in on one thing right now. Where Henry, we kind of knew, hey, we can throw him anywhere. So uh, we just felt like center between this. The snapping thing is so unique compared to the rest of the stuff. It's like, all right, let's just let him allow him to learn how to snap in the offense, and Henry, we can. We can move him around. If that makes any sense. Yep. Got offensive coordinator Bush Hamden. We got to keep doing that. Last year and the year past, it's been run, run, run to set up the pass, and that was kind of your identity. It seemed like that identity changed a little bit in that game. I mean, more passes than runs until the very end of the game. Then obviously you were running the ball, and that kind of caught the runs up with the pass attempts. What were some of the reasons for maybe the pass setting up the run a little bit more? Uh, you know, we always try to be as balanced as possible. I think uh, through the flow of the game, depending on what they're doing to you. Uh, you certainly feel more comfortable doing certain things, and that's how that game played out. What did you see from Richard? Um, another young guy that uh, just transitioned really well. You know, the, the bigger stage wasn't too big for him. Natural instincts took over. Not a lot of interference and played fast. There's maybe some ex um, expectation of Saban, you know, bust out the big runs against a team like Eastern Washington. Really didn't really get on track. To, uh, talk about what you saw from him on Saturday and maybe what needs to happen for Saban to get on track on Saturday. Yeah, I thought he played consistent, you know, and, and I guess maybe with a guy with that uh, skill set, everybody's always talking about the big play. Uh, I think he's more worried about the consistent plays over and over again. Uh, one great play 70 times, and that's what we're concerned with with him. What do you attribute the, the great communication and the great you know relationship that Jacob had with this entire receiving core particular uh, particularly Aaron since he hasn't had a ton of time to throw these guys compared to what Browning had yeah I think it's certainly the work they put in this summer you know I think the, the summer program when coaches are not there um, the one-on-one -on -one time those guys maybe spent together as a unit uh, it was those times where, where I think it the comfort level showing up I've heard the description of the Cal secondary called best in the country from some people. Uh, would you agree with that? And, and why is that the case that they're so good? Yeah, it's, it's about us. I mean, I, I really mean that. I think it's about us and our execution, uh, regardless of who we're playing. Obviously, I have great great amount of respect for, for this defense. And this head coach is a guy I played for. And uh, we know how, how good a test it is, and we're excited for that. Finally, uh, talk a little bit about what, what you felt last year, how frustrating it was. It was just you know square peg in a round hole in that game last year, and, and why um, those things didn't work for you last year in that game, and what can be changed for this game. Yeah, I certainly took a deep, deep dive on that game last year, just overall philosophy-wise. Um, we certainly got to you know take more chances. I really felt that we were just reacting, and uh, you know our biggest push this, this year really is to be on the attack. Thanks, Coach. What was that, that deep dive? Was it like the week after that or this offseason? I think every single day from that day on. So <laughs> no off-seasons and no summer, but it's just, uh, again, I, I just, we've made it a plan to be on the attack this year, and we, we hope to do that. Why why that game in particular? I mean, aside from the fact that, that you lost it, what was it about that game offensively that made you, you know, just kind of stick with it? Um, you know, I just think overall, I mean, obviously when you when you have a poor performance like that, uh, not putting those guys maybe in better positions to be successful, uh, from a coordinator standpoint, you take a hard look at it and see how you can get better. As a coordinator with a game like that, do the losses like that stay with you a lot longer than the wins do in terms of trying to figure out improvement and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, maybe they do. I just, I just think the whole focus, uh, you know, I really try with these quarterbacks this year to be in the present, one game at a time, one play at a time, one drive at a time. And uh, for myself as well, I think it's, you know, 
it's a reminder for me. You know, we're focused on this practice, we're focused on tomorrow's practice, then Friday when it comes, and we're ready for Saturday. Can, can you talk about what Evan Weaver does that, that just is so special out there? You know, you, you just football players are football players. You know, I think sometimes you can have unbelievable skill guys and unbelievable size guys, and I think he's got both of those things. But when you have a guy that just has a knack for the game, a great feel for the game, instincts take over. That guy's been really impressive for a long time. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Kenny Dotton. That's a credit to him for just being locked in while while it's easy to be distracted. He was he was locked in and getting mental reps and and it's I think it showed on Saturday. Like he had a really good game and I think he's gonna continue to grow. What was it like the two of you getting a full uh, training camp together ex- with experience and health this year after a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Obviously, he, he's a great player, and so being able to play with him and uh, playing off each other's strengths, it was uh, it was really fun. And just playing on Saturday was a lot of fun too. And we're going to continue to build off of that. Talk about uh, last season's game against uh, Cal. You know, a lot of struggles down there and things like that. Do you do you guys get any extra extra oomph? Uh, when you're getting ready to play them, um, I mean, we we watched that game just to to study the film, and obviously it hurts. Like that was not a great game for us, but uh, we're really focused on this year and how we can how we can practice this week to to prevent that from happening and just go out next year at a really high level. How, how did you feel after the first game uh, of the season? I mean, do you guys feel like you went out and did what you wanted to do? Yeah, it was it was really good. I mean, there's always stuff to clean up. Um, but I think the offense, we, we executed and had fun out there. I mean, we were, we were all having a good time and supporting each other, and so we, we just want to keep that going while we execute at a really high level. Perfect. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Jacob Eason. So the obvious question, how did it feel for the first time in a year or so, a couple of years, to get out there and start a football game and finish a football game? Uh, it was awesome, um, you know, especially being in the homestay with my friends and family, being able to come down. It was just Great experience, and uh, we executed the game plan well, and yep. it was just fun to get that under my belt. You've been around the game for a while now, but were there some nerves in, on game day for I mean, you? Yeah, there's always, everyone's got the, the butterflies, <laughs> whatever, antics and all that, but I mean, when the ball snaps, it's a game, it's football, so just go out there and have fun with it and do the best you can. A lot of compliments about the way you played on Saturday. How do you think you played Saturday? Um, I think I, I did well in, in uh, executing the game plan. Like, we, we've been, we were going through it all week, and uh, we had a solid plan for those guys, and um, you know, I think I locked into that pretty well, and and uh, did you know did what the, what I was supposed to do, and, and my players, my plays, the line blocked well, and everything kind of fell into place. Always looking to get better, I assume mm-hmm. too. Were there plays that you want to maybe have? Back of course, from that yeah. Game? We go we go in on Sunday and, and watch that and uh, see the things we did well and the things we did wrong, and and uh, there's always corrections to be made, like. Coach Pete says you're never going to play a perfect game. Yeah. So, um, you know, just picking up on the little things, that, the little tweaks here and there and uh, working on, on it next week. What does what this offense truly kind of look like to you in your mind when everything's clicking? It's just fun. Yeah. It's just fun to be a part of. you got a lot of playmakers outside. you got a great O-line with a bunch of leadership guys there. And 
you know, a great ensemble of backs in the backfield and tight ends to work with. So, I mean, when everything's clicking, it's just fun to operate and go out there yeah. and sling it around and play. The first touchdown to Andre, uh, the 50-yarder. Yeah. Talk me through that and what you saw going on out there. How um, good that felt to get that one down. It was good. You know, it was one of our shots for the week, and we got the look we wanted. Andre ran a nice route. He's one of the faster guys out there, so you can put some air into the ball, let him run under it. Um, like I said, the O-line protected well, gave me time to throw it, and, uh, you know, the rest was just pitch and catch. So yeah. it was, it was a, you know, obviously looked good on tape and everything, and it was just an exciting moment for sure. Talk about your chemistry and your confidence with those wide receivers, because when you let that ball go to Andre, he was still kind of running yeah. stride for stride with his defender, and you had the confidence he would find a way to get open. Yeah, no, like, that's, that's the thing we've been working on all week and all fall camp. It's, um, you know, these guys are... Tremendous athletes, and they have the ability to push. You know, let me push the ball downfield, and they'll run under it. So, yep. a lot of it's just trust uh, in, in my guys to make plays. And you know, same thing with Fuller when he's making those acrobatic catches, mm -hmm. and Hunter <laughs> Bryant, and everyone else out there. You know, they all they all have their unique skills, and it's just fun to go throw the ball to them and let them do their thing. How often do you guys work on catches like that, either falling out of the end zone or the one-headed catches? Yeah, the I mean, the end zone? when you get an opportunity to do it in practice, you can do it. But you know, it's, it's pretty pretty hard to replicate those exact moments but um, you know obviously those playmaker guys have the ability to do that mm -hmm. in plus situations and uh, you know, we got a couple of those guys on this team so Jacob you took I think there was a, a, a moment in time in the third period where you had like three or four plays where you took some shots including a helmet right to the gut yeah first time in a couple of years you've been yeah. hit like that man how'd that feel no it was it was uh, it was good I think to get a couple <laughs> of those under the belt you know because there's only gonna be more coming this yeah. year so um, you know, it just felt good to get back out there and banged up a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's football. You got to love it. So, um, yeah, definitely something I, I definitely didn't miss. But at the same time, <laughs> it was good to get a couple of those hits under my belt. Talk about Cal, what you see on defense from these guys. Uh, on film. You know, they got a bunch of returners and they're a solid group. Um, it'll be a great matchup. They got a bunch of speed guys and uh, solid linebacker core and everyone else. So, yeah. um, you know, it'll be an exciting opportunity, uh, first conference game, and uh, mm -hmm. looking forward for Saturday. 7.30 kickoff. What do you like on a Saturday before a night game where you're sitting around all day long waiting to play a game? Um, I just like, you know, under the lights. It's got a cool feel yeah. to it, especially, you know, it's like Friday Night Lights in high school, but now it's, mm -hmm. it's Pac-12 football. So um, that'll be cool. Um, you know, hanging out at the hotel, just getting in mind right before the game, um, watching some other football mm -hmm. during the day, and then, you know, when it's our time to go, it's our time to go. So I'm looking forward to getting under the lights and, uh, you know, having a good game Saturday. I love it. Great stuff, man. Appreciate this. Thank you. So you ran the scout team last year, and now this year you are the guy. How much different when you evaluate Cal's defense is it from this last year to this year? How much has your preparation changed being the guy? Uh, well, last year I was running Cal's offense, and this year I'm oh. going against Cal's defense, so there's a big change there. Um, but yeah, I think just ultimately doing everything I can to dive into the game plan and, and get watch some film on those guys and uh, get prepared for Saturday. Is there a special connection you have with Hunter Bryant? Because he six touches, six targets. He, just, he seemed to just be locked in with you, and there was some times when he's um, automatic. It seems. Yeah, no, he's he's like look at the guy; he's a specimen. He's a great great athlete, get, great guy to catch a ball and run in space and. You know, my job is like, like I mentioned before, just to get the ball in playmakers' hands, and you know, Hunter's one of our playmakers. So, when he has the ball in his hands, he makes plays. Uh, What'd you see on film? What what stood out? Anything that you picked uh, up? Maybe you can't game? see. Yeah. Um, I think just giving guys opportunities to make plays was a big thing. Um, we always talk about spotlight balls, and um, and I think there was a lot of those. Um, I think the receivers did a great job of running to get open and and. Uh, 
like I mentioned before, making plays. Um, O-line blocked well, no sacks. You know, that's pretty pretty awesome. Um, I think everyone just clicked and really bought into their job and did their responsibility. And then there's some, you know, there's some plays where some minor tweaks would have made them better. Um, we did have, we had a couple negative plays, but, um, you know, we looked at that and went over and corrected review them. So, um, I mean, in general, I thought it was a solid performance and, and uh, you know, we went, we went and worked on the things that we didn't do as well. You have a different perspective of the run game than we get to see. Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about what you saw from ground level from the O-line and the run game. Uh, you know, you got to be physical and you got to be tough, you know, in the trenches. And I think we got a great solid group of guys up front to be able to do that with. Um, my job is just, you know, to see the, the secondary and, and you know, any intangible things that the guys can't see up front if, that, if you need to make a check here or there. And, um, so, I mean, ultimately, yeah, it's, it's the bigger, tougher, stronger, you know, you got you to gotta play through it all up in the, in the trenches. So I think our guys do a good job of that. Local guy playing at home, starting quarterback, you win the football game. What's your cell phone like after the game? Uh, yeah, I, I took social media off of it, so that was a big thing for me. It wasn't you know, as packed, but, you know, my friends, family, um, you know, people I'm close with all reaching out. Um, it's pretty cool um, to have that. And, uh, you know, in terms of social media, I didn't really look at it that much at all because I don't have it on my phone. So I just try to stay in touch with the people that, you know, that are close to me and, and go from there. Coolest text you got after the game? Um, there was a lot. I th you know, just I thought that my, my favorite moment was just, going to see my family, my mom and dad, you know, big smile on their faces and because I hadn't been able to do that in a couple of years. So it was cool for me because, you know, I like making my parents happy and proud and everything. And I got to see them after the game and um, just a good moment. You know, they're 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 definitely proud and, and uh, you know, that's something I hope to do every weekend for them. So just one more. I mean, the Jacob Eason that we're seeing right now, just kind of cool, kind of relaxed. Watching you on Saturday, it didn't look like I call them the squirrels in oh, your head. Yeah. Yeah, they don't look like they're going any faster. I mean, yeah, I think just, you know, staying cool and calm and collected, that's just kind of who I, who I am and what I try to be. I mean, you can do it. You can go the rah-rah. You can get all hyped up. And I think, you know, I've tried that in a couple of different situations. And I just, you know, I feel more comfortable being the guy that's more calm on the calm side of things. I get too hyped up. I, you know, you know put too much juice on my balls or something and then, so, yeah, I just think staying in the moment and, and staying, staying myself, being true to myself is the biggest thing for me. There's too much juice on a Jacob Eason ball? I mean, <laughs> there's, there's like, a thing you know, such I as? Remember, I remember, like, Little League, I, you know, championship game, I, oh, huge moment, got all, got all jacked up, and then, you know, I started overthrowing guys by 50 yards. So I was, you know, just, just, stay, just stay calm and collected and go play ball. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Aaron Fuller. You know, I think it's all kind of the same. It's a very frustrating game. You know, they got the best of us. They played very well. You know, we didn't play how we wanted to play. But, you know, we got to move on, learn from those mistakes, and, you know, do pretty well this, this next week. The, sorry, the offensive rhythm that you had right away last week, is that what you expected when you kind of envisioned going into that game? Was that sort of the result that you thought that that team was going to have? Uh, yeah, for the most part. I mean, there's a, a few, you know, things to worry about just because we had a new quarterback, you know, you got a new running back, a couple new pieces in there, things like that. But, you know, it, you know, it was good to see, good to see the, the consistency we had and explosiveness that we had. Back to the Cal game last year. I think, if I recall, you guys started off pretty fast. I think you scored on the first possession. Mm-hmm. You know, had a lot of trouble. What do you remember just after what happened kind of after that first drive? Uh, just a lot of bad plays, you know, whether that's loss of yards, penalties, things like that. They killed us in the red zone and, you know, just in the middle of the field. So, you know, we couldn't get in there, get in there and score. We had a couple turnovers and things like that that kind of stalled us out. You know, what I can remember is on that comeback, you know, that you know, Jake threw to me. Um, but, you know, we just got to fix those mistakes and carry that over to, you know, the next game. Coach Hammond said he just watched film on that game, like, every day mm-hmm. since after it happened. Yeah. Um, did you watch a lot of film from that game? Have you guys kind of? Um, I have this week. Uh, I mean, besides that, not much, you know. You got to move on past, past losses like that and just learn from your mistakes. So, you know, this week I've, I watched a lot of that film, you know, what I did wrong, what the offense did wrong. Just things to fix to uh, carry over to this game. Mm-hmm. How much better do you think this offense can get? Uh, we can be very, very great. I mean, how Jay's playing, you know, how the run game is going to progress, um, things like that. Just young guys getting that that experience in the game. I think that will be key to you know seeing the offense progress throughout the season. Yep. I asked Jacob after the game, what's the one play that stood out that just worked exactly like it was supposed to, like you draw it up? And he said the first touchdown pass to you in the corner because you saw the snap and it was a you know just a hot read you yeah. know, with that. Can you walk me through that a little bit. What did you see in the adjustment you made? Oh, Not I so mean, much the catch, but you know just beforehand. I mean, that play is just designed to you know get the, the D line to, to jump off sides. So, you know. If they do jump, we're supposed to run, you know, the route we have designed. I'm not going to tell you the routes or anything like that. Just uh, as part of the game plan, things like that. But yeah, you know, they jumped and I ran my route. He threw it in the perfect spot, and it's a great play. What was better, the catch or the execution of the play? The execution, no doubt. I mean, <laughs> O line's got a block. Jay's got to know where to throw the ball and stuff like that. I just have to get open and catch it. So everybody's commenting on the throw that Jake made. Jacob made that he overthrew you, mm-hmm. right? I was down at the goal line, and I commented looking up, and that may have been the highest pass I've ever seen thrown at Husky Stadium. And I'm going, did he see it? I mean, it, 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 was that just the highest ball you've ever seen? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, like I said, you know, uh, after the game, that thing came from heaven. He threw it out of the stadium, back into the stadium. So, you know, it's a very impressive throw. It looked like, you know, when you see an eagle soaring over the sun, it's just a little black dot just flying up there. That's kind of what it looked like. Did you see it up there? I did. I did for the most part, yeah. Okay. Savon Ahmed. So tell us this, this. One question. Well, how long you been making music? Since my sophomore year of high school. Okay. So you got a SoundCloud or you got somewhere we can go and, and download and listen to Savon? Yeah, every single music platform. Whatever music platform you listen to, you go type in a safe house summer and it's, it's gonna be right there for you. Six, a six album, little EP, and you can go check that out. Right. Six songs. Yeah. Right, we definitely gonna check it out. Thank yes, you. Sir, appreciate it. Right on. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's get on that, bro. Yes, sir. Yep. Miles made the team. Have you had a chance to talk to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We You're talked laughing to him. already. Yeah, yeah. I talked to him the day of. You know, after I got off to practice, and I was able to see that he made it. He texted our whole little group chat, and so, you know, some couldn't be more happy for him. He's a guy that's worked his tail off to get where he is, and you know, he had to work his tail off to even, you know, get in the situation right there. So, you know, I couldn't be more happy for him. And he gets a paycheck coming up soon. Yeah, absolutely. He probably does get a paycheck coming up. I haven't talked to him about that one, but um, you know. Like I said, he's a guy that works hard, and I couldn't. That's everything he worked for right there. That's a childhood dream. So, does he, does he owe you dinner for anything? Maybe, maybe for a race or anything. Maybe, yeah. He probably owes me something. He used to come in my room and steal my food all the time. So he probably owes me a little bit of something. But what's the one food that. he stole that really got that made you mad? What was the one thing you took? What would he do? He would go in my room and just, I had a box of cheese its all the time, and like little packages, and I'd come in like most of them be gone. Come home. He be in, most of the time I come home, he just be in my room chilling, just on the bed eating my food. So, so if the Miami fans want to send anything to Miles, send him some packages of Cheez-Its? Send him some Cheez-Its, some fruit snacks, probably something like that. <laughs> what do you remember about Cal? I mean, you know, they're a really good team. You know, they have a great defense, and uh, I think it's going to be a great test for us this, this coming week. We got a chance to see Jacob Eason air it out. When are we going to see Savon air it out and really get that stride going? Yeah, you know, the big ones will come. Um, I think that's just a credit to our O-line, and, you know, they, they make sure that we at least get five yards five yards of carry. And I think that's our goal and that's our expectation as a room, and especially for myself, I want to be able to get those five yards, of, five yards of pop and just be productive, get those third and twos, those fourth and ones, you know, if we ever go for it in that situation. So I think, you know, for me, is you know, I know the big plays will come because that just comes with hard work and, you know, practicing right, but just being able to be productive and every time I touch the ball is what I'm worried about. I also saw you on kickoff coverage teams yeah. with Chico. You're one of the, you know, everybody thinks you're one of the best players in the team. What's up with the best guys on the team on kickoff return coverage? I think that just shows, you know, the kind of culture we have here. There's no, there's no superstars on the team. You know, everyone's willing to put in the work. And, you know, I've been doing kickoff since I was a freshman here. So um, I think that's, you know, something that we're all used to being on every single special teams. And we know that that's one of the most important parts of the game. So... That's just how you got to do it around here. You had a guy, number 53, lighting people up. You got a guy in the kickoff, too. Did you? What did you see on that? Man, you know, that's that's another guy that just works hard. And uh, I couldn't be, couldn't be more happy to see him do that. You know, he, he get able to get in on that safety, too. So um, I just, you know, you, you, you love to see guys like that make plays out there. Nick Harris goes down. Mateo Mele comes in. What's the difference in the huddle? You know, what's the difference in the running game? Uh, I think, you know, it's just different guys got to step up and be leaders now. You know, Mateo's a young guy, but he was obviously able, he was able to, you know, go out there and finish the game for us, and that's what we needed. And so, you know, I think that's just the whole O-line and the whole team has to be able to help him in any situation we can. We got to know, we got to know our own stuff, you know, so we can help him. He's a young guy, but, you know, he's a young guy that's ready. And so we're going to be excited for him this, this week. Starting running back at the University of Washington, 12 o'clock start and a win, and you're out of here like 4 or 5 o'clock. What do you do on a Saturday night after? Or win being a hometown guy. You, to be a hundred percent honest with you, I went eight and then I went and slept for the rest of the day. I stayed in bed, watched some movies, hung out with my girl, and just chilled. It was a good night. It was it was a good night. You know, just it was a long it was a long day. Woke up early, you know, had a game, and so I just kind of chilled and went to sleep.